This is Audible. Hachette Audio presents Law of Attraction, written and read by Michael J. Lozier. A brief history of the Law of Attraction. Some have heard reference to the Law of Attraction from various sources, while others are just beginning to learn about it. In modern times, the Law of Attraction has been documented since the early 1900s. Here's a brief history. In 1906, William Walter Atkinson wrote the book Thought Vibration, or the Law of Attraction in the Thought World. In 1926, Ernest Holmes wrote the book Basic Ideas of Science of Mind, and in 1949, Dr. Raymond Hollywell wrote the book Working with the Law. In the early 1990s, information and teachings on the Law of Attraction became widely available through the publications of Jerry and Esther Hicks. It is through their teachings that I really got it. Since 2000, many articles and books have been written about the Law of Attraction, and its appeal has expanded to a much broader audience. The future holds many more authors and teachers writing on this topic as the message of the Law of Attraction continues to grow in its mass appeal. What makes this audiobook different? In 1995, I studied NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming, to understand how our mind and thoughts work. This led me to many insights on how people learn. You'll notice, while listening to this audiobook, that it appeals to your and others' learning style. This audiobook is presented in such a way that each section builds on the last. And, as in any training manual, you can use the tools, exercises, and scripts to keep you connected to the Law of Attraction. Many of the books I've studied were broad in their theoretical approach to the subject of the Law of Attraction. Nowhere could I find an answer to my question, how do I actually do this? With my knowledge of NLP and how to teach using different learning styles, I created an easy-to-follow how-to book for students of the Law of Attraction. Using the exercises and tools in this audiobook, you will be able to learn quickly so you can begin practicing the Law of Attraction in your own life. The most frequent and satisfying compliment I receive is that my method is simple to understand and the exercises are easy to follow. The book has been embraced by a multitude of different religious and spiritual groups. In addition, it has become required reading or listening for many sales groups, network marketing companies, realtors, financial advisors, and other business organizations. In short, this audiobook has mass appeal. You're already experiencing the Law of Attraction. Have you noticed that sometimes what you need just falls into place or comes to you from an out-of-the-blue telephone call? Or you've bumped into someone on the street you've been thinking about? Perhaps you've met the perfect client or life partner just by fate or being at the right place at the right time. All of these experiences are evidence of the law of attraction in your life. 
Have you heard about people who find themselves in bad relationships over and over again and who are always complaining that they keep attracting the same kind of relationship? The law of attraction is at work for them, too. The law of attraction may be defined as, I attract to my life whatever I give my attention, energy, and focus to, whether positive or negative. By listening to this audiobook, you'll come to understand why and how this happens. There are a number of words or expressions that describe evidence of the law of attraction. If you've ever used any of these words or expressions, you're actually referring to the law of attraction. Here are just a few. Out of the blue. Fell into place. Serendipity. Synchronicity. Coincidence. Luck. Fate. Meant to be. And karma. In this audiobook, you'll learn why these experiences happen. More importantly, you'll discover how you can use the Law of Attraction more deliberately. You'll be able to attract all that you need to do, know, and have, so you can get more of what you want and less of what you don't. As a result, you'll have your ideal client, your ideal job, your ideal relationship, your ideal vacation, your ideal health, more money in your life, and all that you desire. Really. The Science of the Law of Attraction There is a physiological foundation for positive thinking and its effect in creating the Law of Attraction. There are many forms of energy, atomic, thermal, electromotive, kinetic, and potential. Energy can never be destroyed. You may also recall that all matter is made up of atoms and that each atom has a nucleus containing protons and neutrons, around which orbit electrons. Electrons and atoms always orbit the nucleus in prescribed orbitals or energy levels that assure the stability of the atom. Electrons may be compelled to assume higher orbits by the addition of energy or may give off energy when they drop to a lower orbit. When it comes to vibrations, if atoms are aligned, they create a motive force all pulling together in the same direction in much the same way as metals can be magnetized by aligning their molecules in the same direction. This creation of positive and negative poles is a fact of nature and science. Suffice to say, science has shown that if there are physical laws that can be observed and quantified in one arena, there are most probably similar laws in other arenas, even if they cannot be quantified at this time. So you see, the law of attraction isn't a fancy term or new age magic. It's a law of nature that every atom of your being is in constant response to, whether you know it or not. Making Reference to the Law of Attraction Many authors have written about the law of attraction. Here are just a few of the many ways the law of attraction has been referred to in various books. That which is like unto itself is drawn. Jerry and Esther Hicks, The Teachings of Abraham, Ask and it is given. What you radiate outward in your thoughts, feelings, mental pictures, and words you attract into your life. Catherine Ponder, Dynamic Law of Prosperity. Never expect a thing you do not want, and never desire a thing you do not expect. When you expect something you do not want, you attract the undesirable, and when you desire a thing that is not expected, 
you simply dissipate valuable mental force. On the other hand, when you constantly expect that which you persistently desire, your ability to attract becomes irresistible. The mind is a magnet and attracts whatever corresponds to its ruling state. Dr. Raymond Hollowell, Working with the Law, 11 Truth Principles for Successful Living Every thought must manifest according to its intensity. The slightest thought of intelligence sets in motion a power in the law to produce a corresponding thing. Ernest Holmes, Basic Ideas of Science of Mind You are a living magnet. You attract into your life people, situations, and circumstances that are in harmony with your dominant thoughts. Whatever you dwell on in the conscious grows in your experience. Brian Tracy Definition of the Law of Attraction I attract to my life whatever I give my attention, energy, and focus to, whether positive or negative. Positive and Negative Vibrations The word vibe is often used to describe a mood or a feeling that you pick up from someone or something. For example, you may say you pick up a good vibe when you are around a certain person. Or you may say that you get a negative vibe when you walk into a certain part of a neighborhood or city. In all of these cases, the word vibe is used to describe the mood or feeling you are experiencing. In short, a vibe equals a mood or a feeling. The word vibe comes from the longer word vibration, which isn't used often by most people. In the vibrational world, there's only two kinds of vibrations, positive and negative. Every mood or feeling causes you to emit, send out, or offer a vibration, whether positive or negative. If you go through the dictionary and select every word that describes a feeling, you would be able to put them into either of these two categories. Each word will describe a feeling that generates a positive vibration or describe a feeling that generates a negative vibration. Each one of us sends out either a positive or negative vibration. In fact, we're always sending a vibration. Think about the expression, he gives off good vibes, or this neighborhood gives me negative vibes. Here are examples of feelings that generate positive or negative vibrations. Negative vibrations. Disappointment. Loneliness. Lack. Sadness. Confusion. Stress. Anger and hurt. Positive vibrations. Joy, love, excitement, abundance, pride, comfort, confidence, and affection. Every single moment, you have a mood or a feeling. In this moment right now, the mood or feeling you are experiencing is causing you to emit or send out a negative or positive vibration. Here's where the Law of Attraction comes in. The Law of Attraction, universal energy around you that obeys the science of physics, is responding to the vibration you are offering. Right now, in this very moment, it is matching your vibration by giving you more of the same, whether positive or negative. For example, when a person wakes up first thing Monday morning feeling a bit cranky or irritated, they're sending out a negative vibration. And while they're sending out this negative vibration, the law of attraction responds, matching the vibration they are sending and giving this person more of the same. The law of attraction always matches your vibrations, 
whether negative or positive. So this person gets out of bed, stubs their toe, burns their toast, the traffic is snarled, a client cancels, and they catch themselves saying, I should have stayed in bed. Or how about the salesperson who was joyfully excited about a huge sale they just made, thus sending out a positive vibration. Shortly after, they get another ideal sale. They catch themselves saying, I'm on a roll. In both of these examples, the law of attraction is at work, unfolding and orchestrating all that needs to happen to bring them more of the same, whether positive or negative. In this audiobook, you'll learn how to identify the vibration you are sending and be able to make a conscious choice whether you want to keep sending it or change it. In the Deliberate Attraction section of this audiobook, you will learn what to do to deliberately send a different vibration. You will learn how to become a deliberate sender of your vibration so that you can change the results you've been getting and have more of what you do want and less of what you don't. The Law of Attraction responds to whatever vibration you are sending by giving you more of it, whether positive or negative. It simply responds to your vibration. Non-Deliberate Attraction Many people are often curious about why they keep attracting the same thing over and over again. They're absolutely certain that they are not sending out anything negative, yet in a specific area of their life, negative experiences keep showing up. This happens because they are sending a negative vibe non-deliberately, simply through their observation of what they are currently getting. For example, if you open your wallet and don't see any money, by observing that you're not seeing any money there, you are now offering a vibration of lack, fear, or some other similar negative vibration. Although you're not doing it on purpose, the law of attraction is simply responding to your vibration and giving you more of the same. It doesn't know what action you're taking that is causing you to generate this negative vibration. You might be remembering or pretending or daydreaming, or in this case, just merely observing. Observation Cycle Non-Deliberate Attraction Number 1. You observe what you receive and have in your life, whether positive or negative. Number 2. While observing, you're sending a vibration, either negative or positive. Number 3. The law of attraction responds to the vibration you are sending. And number 4. As a result, you get more of what you are vibrating, whether positive or negative. As you observe what you're receiving in different areas of your life, money, work, health, relationships, etc., your observations generate a feeling or vibration that can be either positive or negative. Observing sends a vibration. Even though you may not be aware of it, you are perpetuating the observation cycle. The law of attraction will respond to your vibration, whether positive or negative, by giving you more of what you are vibrating. It's important to understand that the law of attraction is already existing in your life, whether you understand it or not, whether you like it or not, or whether you believe it or not. If you like what you are observing, then celebrate it, and in your celebration, you'll get more of it. If you don't like what you're getting, then it's time to tap into the law of attraction more deliberately so you can stop attracting what you don't want and start attracting what you do want 
In other words, deliberate attraction. Whether it's a positive or negative vibration, the law of attraction will give you more of the same. Understanding the significance of your words. Words, words, words. Most of the tools in this audiobook are related to language, the use of words, and more importantly, the feelings generated by words. By listening to this audiobook, you'll learn how words are the common denominator for all of the exercises in the deliberate attraction process. Why is there such an emphasis on words? Words are everywhere. We speak them, read them, write them, think them, see them, type them, and even hear them in our head. The reason the exercises in this audiobook are all based on choosing precise words is because the words we think and use generate the vibrations we send out. The word homework, for example, can cause some people to have a negative vibration and others to have a positive vibration. The word money can hold a positive vibration for some people and a negative vibration for others. As we continue, you'll learn which words are causing you to attract the things you don't want. Your thoughts are made up of words. Here are some examples showing the connection between positive and negative vibrations, your thoughts, and your words. Words that are causing you to attract what you don't want. Don't, not, and no. Don't think of the Statue of Liberty in New York. I know that you just did. Your unconscious and conscious mind automatically filters out the words don't, not, and no. When you use these words, you are actually internalizing in your mind the exact thing you are being told not to. For example, if I said, do not think of a snowstorm, I guarantee you would just start thinking of a snowstorm almost immediately. Even though the instruction was not to do something, your unconscious and conscious mind edited out that part of the instruction. There are other common expressions that give more attention and energy to what you don't want. Have you heard yourself use any of these statements? Don't get mad. I'm not blaming. Don't hesitate to call me. Don't be fooled. Don't worry. I don't want this to hurt. Don't litter. Don't smoke. I'm not judging. Don't panic. No rush. No worry. Don't look now. Don't run with scissors. Don't forget. I don't want my clients to cancel. Don't be late. Don't slam the door. The law of attraction responds the same way your mind does. It hears what you don't want. When you hear yourself make a statement containing the words don't, not, or no, you're actually giving attention and energy to what you don't want. Here's an effective and easy tool that'll help you reduce and eventually eliminate the use of the words don't, not, and no from your vocabulary. Each time you hear yourself using don't, not, and no, ask yourself, so what do I want? Each time you talk about what you don't want, in that moment, you are giving it your attention and energy. When you ask yourself what you do want, the answer will have created a new sentence with new words. When your words change, your vibration changes. And the best news of all is that you can only send out one vibration at a time. When you make a statement containing the words don't, not, or no, 
you're actually giving attention and energy to what you don't want. Simply ask yourself, so what do I want? Ask yourself, so what do I want? When we use don't, not, and no, here's how the new sentences will sound after you've asked yourself, so what do I want? Negative statement. Don't hesitate to call. So what do I want? Positive statement. Call me soon. Negative statement. Don't panic. So what do I want? Positive statement. Stay calm. Negative statement. Don't forget. So what do I want? Positive statement. Remember to. Negative statement. Don't be late. So what do I want? Positive statement. See you on time. Negative statement. Don't slam the door. So what do I want? Positive statement. Close it quietly. Negative statement. I don't want this to hurt. So what do I want? Positive statement. I'll be fine. Negative statement. I don't want my clients to cancel. So what do I want? Positive statement. I want my clients to keep their appointments. When do you use don't, not, and no? Make a list of your own sentences. Now create new positive sentences. Napoleon Hill says, Positive and negative emotions cannot occupy the mind at the same time. One or the other must dominate. It is your responsibility to make sure that positive emotions constitute the dominating influence of your mind. When you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change. When the words change, the vibration changes, and you can only send out one vibration at a time. Resetting your vibration. At every moment, you can tell if the vibration you are sending is either positive or negative by identifying the feeling you are experiencing. These feelings are causing you to send out a vibration, and in the vibrational world, there are only two kinds of vibrations, positive and negative. You can reset your vibration from negative to positive by simply choosing different words and different thoughts. It's as easy as asking yourself, so what do I want? Again, when you talk about what you don't want and then talk about what you do want, the words change. You can only send out one vibration at a time, thus when your words change, your vibration changes too. Simply put, to reset your vibration, just change the words you're using and the thoughts you are thinking. The Law of Attraction doesn't remember what vibration you were sending out five minutes ago, five days ago, five months ago, or 50 years ago. It's only responding to the vibration you are sending out right now in this very moment and giving you more of the same. To know whether you are sending out a positive or negative vibration, simply take a look at the results that you're getting in that area of your life. They are a perfect reflection of what you are vibrating. Deliberate Attraction In the next section, you are going to discover how to use the Law of Attraction more deliberately. To do this, you'll learn an easy three-step formula. In addition to learning the steps and following along with the two case studies, you can participate by filling in the worksheets provided in PDF. 
If you're not sure what specific area of your life you'd like to apply deliberate attraction to, simply choose the area that you feel the least satisfied with. It could be your relationships, career, health, business, or your financial situation. I recommend you finish listening to the remainder of this audiobook and then go back and do the exercises, applying them to the specific areas you've chosen. The three-step formula for deliberate attraction. Step one, identify your desire. Sounds easy, right? Most people are not very good at knowing what they do want. However, they're very good at identifying what they don't want. In this step, you'll learn why knowing what you don't like is helpful. Step two, give your desire attention. The Law of Attraction will give you more of what you give your attention, energy, and focus to. This step will teach you how to do just that, simply by learning how to choose your words. Step 3. Allow it. Wondering why you're not manifesting your desires? The speed at which your desires come to you depends on how much you're allowing. This is the most important step. Step 1. Identifying your desire. The first step in making the Law of Attraction work for you is to be clear about what you want. The challenge, however, is that most people are not good at knowing what they do want, but they are good at identifying what they don't want. Knowing what you don't want is actually good news. As you'll discover in this section, knowing what you don't want will become a helpful tool for you. What is contrast? The concept of contrast is a distinction I learned from Jerry and Esther Hicks, Abraham Hicks Publications. Contrast, as it applies to the Law of Attraction, is anything you don't like, doesn't feel good, or causes you to be in a negative mood. The moment you identify something in your life that feels like contrast, and you spend time complaining about it, talking about it, or declaring that you don't want it, you are offering a negative vibration. The Law of Attraction then responds to your negative vibration by giving you more of the same. Is contrast helpful? Yes. By observing contrast and identifying it as something you don't want, you become clearer about what you do want. Simply ask yourself, so what do I want? In other words, you can use the contrast to gain clarity about what you do want by answering that question. Take your first boyfriend or girlfriend, for example. Chances are you're no longer with that person, and from that relationship, you have a list of things that you didn't like. This is your list of contrast. It is this list that will help you become clear about what you do want in a partner. Observing contrast is essential because it helps you to become clearer about what you do want. Why is it important to identify contrast? You are already experiencing clarity when you observe contrast in your life. Imagine you are riding in the car with your best friend who insists on fiddling with the radio dial. Your friend chooses a heavy metal station that you hate. You begin to feel stressed. After five seconds of the music, you say to yourself, This is my car and I'm not listening to this for one second longer. You reach over and change the dial to your favorite station, which plays adult contemporary music. Instantly, you feel happier and more relaxed. Notice how you become clear about what you like by paying attention to what you don't like. In other words, 
your contrast has provided you with clarity. To help you observe contrast, briefly say, so what do I want? How long is briefly? The key to getting what you want without getting stuck focusing on what you don't want is to briefly observe contrast. Only you can decide how long briefly is. For some, experiencing contrast in a relationship may last for years. For others, contrast is observed for a short time. You might decide to end a relationship on the first date. Notice that when you experience contrast around smells, sounds, or tastes, your tolerance is minimal. Think about these statements. How long would you smell something that doesn't smell good? How long would you listen to music that doesn't sound good? How long would you eat something that doesn't taste good? In these cases, you are observing contrast briefly and changing it to clarity fast. There are, however, a few areas of your life where you may observe contrast far too long. Relationships, career, health, money, and so on. Generally, the least amount of time you spend putting your attention, energy, and focus toward contrast, the better. The Clarity Through Contrast process, which you'll learn from this audiobook, will help you with this. Identify what makes you feel good and do more of it. Your goal is to limit contrast in all areas of your life. It's okay to feel good in all areas of your life. Does this sound selfish? It's okay to be selfish when you understand that being selfish is simply an act of self-care. Selfish equals self-care. Are you selfish about what you eat? Are you selfish about what you smell? Are you selfish about what you wear? Are you selfish about what you listen to? I'm encouraging you to be selfish in all areas of your life, especially in your career, finances, health, and relationships. In these four areas, people tend to have lots of negative emotions and observe them for a long time, in many cases, years. The Clarity Through Contrast Process The Clarity Through Contrast Process will assist you in becoming clearer about your desires. Here are some prominent areas in your life where clarity is beneficial. Career, money, life partner relationships, friendships, work relationships, business clients, business referrals, education, and health. Next, we'll examine two case studies that illustrate how the clarity through contrast process helped generate clarity. Case Studies After teaching the Law of Attraction to thousands of students, I've collected wonderful stories about people whose lives have been changed working with this process. There's something about hearing someone else's story that really makes this tool come alive. So I've included two case studies that represent two common areas where people use the law of attraction to get more of what they want. Janice's story will show you how the three steps, identifying your desire, giving it attention, and allowing, can work in attracting an ideal relationship. Greg's story focuses on another difficult issue for many people, money. Janice on Relationships Janice, 34, is tired and frustrated because she continually has the wrong kind of guy showing interest in her. 
She complains that she attracts men who are unavailable, insensitive, and who seldom make her a priority. Janice decided to use the law of attraction to attract her ideal relationship. She began the process of deliberate attraction with step one, identify your desire using the clarity through contrast worksheet. In Janice's case, she was able to build a large list of contrasts by recalling a number of past relationships and what she didn't like, contrast, about those relationships. Here's Janice's Clarity Through Contrast worksheet. My ideal relationship. The left-hand side of the worksheet is side A, contrast. The right-hand side of the worksheet is clarity. Under contrast, things I don't like. Number one, controlling. Number two, poor listener. Number three, not affectionate. Number four, doesn't care what I think or how I feel. Number five, not outgoing. Number six, doesn't like traveling. Number seven, always rushes me. Number eight, makes decisions without me. And number nine, doesn't like movies or dancing. Janice made her contrast list on side A. She recalled three past relationships during this exercise and took a couple of days to build her list. Janice read each item on her list and asked herself, So what do I want? She wrote the answer on side B. Clarity. Things I like. Number one, flexible and well-balanced. Number two, great listening skills. Number three, affectionate, sensitive. Number four, ask me what I think or how I feel about things. Number five, he likes to meet my friends and enjoys them. Six, enjoys social situations, loves short-term and long-term travel, likes adventure and exploring new places together. Seven, has patience, allows things to unfold in due time. Eight, asks for my ideas in decision-making. Nine, enjoys the theater, movies, loves live bands and entertainment, likes to dance. Then she struck a line through the matching contrast on side A. Note, in our example, we have listed nine items on Janice's list. This exercise is most effective when you add as many items as possible to your contrast list, 50 to 100 items. The more contrast you identify, the more clarity you'll generate. Greg on money. Greg, 27, is just barely making ends meet. He constantly complains about not having enough money. In fact, he says he's feeling stressed out about his financial situation. Greg is a self-employed consultant and business advisor and is having a really hard time getting and keeping clients. He has decided to use the law of attraction to attract his ideal financial situation. The deliberate attraction process starts with step one, identify your desire by using the Clarity Through Contrast worksheet. Here's a review of Greg's worksheet. Clarity Through Contrast worksheet. My ideal financial situation. So what do I want? Contrast things I don't like on side A. One, not enough money. Two, always bills to pay. Three, just making ends meet. Four, 
I can't afford anything I want. 5. Money flow is sporadic. 6. I never win anything. 7. I'll always make the same amount of money. 8. Money doesn't come easy in my family. 9. I always struggle to pay the rent. 10. Money issues stress me. Greg made his contrast list on side A. He recalled his entire financial picture in the last year and took two hours to build this list. He could have taken days to complete the list if he had wanted to. Greg read each item on his list and asked himself, so what do I want? He wrote the answer on side B. Clarity. Things I like. 1. An abundance of money. 2. Bills are paid easily and quickly. 3. Always have excess money. 4. Always have enough money to purchase whatever I desire. 5. Constant flow of money is coming in from multiple sources. 6. I win prizes often, receive gifts, and many free things. 7. I am constantly increasing my amount of money of monetary intake from known and unknown sources. 8. Money comes easily to me and my family. 9. Rent is paid easily as I always have the rent money. 10. Money and my relationship with it feels good. Then he struck a line through the matching contrast on side A. Note, in our example, we have listed 10 items on Greg's list. Remember, the exercise is most effective when you add as many items as possible to your contrast list, 50 to 100 items. The more contrast you identify, the more clarity you'll generate. Complete your own clarity through contrast worksheet. Simply take a blank page, draw a line down the middle. Side A on the left is contrast. Side B on the right is clarity. Choose an area in your life that you would like to change. On side A, list all of the things that are troubling you about your situation. For example, if you're building a contrast list about your ideal career, your list may include the hours are too long or the pay is too low. Feel free to refer to a number of past jobs to help you build your list. Take lots of time to complete this contrast list. Remember, adding more items to your contrast list will give you more clarity. I suggest you add 50 to 100 items. Construct it over a few days to ensure you have thought of all the relevant episodes of contrast. After you have completed building the contrast list on side A, read each item and ask yourself, so what do I want? And complete side B of the worksheet. By using this Clarity Through Contrast worksheet, you will have a better understanding of what you do want, clarity of desire, by listing what you don't want, the contrast. After you have reached clarity, simply cross off the matching item of contrast. Wrapping up Step 1, Identify Your Desire You have completed the first step of deliberate attraction, Identify Your Desire. Here's what we've covered in this section. Your words generate a vibration that is either positive or negative. When you use the words don't, not, and no, you continue to give more attention, energy, and focus to what you're referring to. 
When you hear yourself saying don't, not, and no, ask yourself, so what do I want? When you go from what you don't want to what you do want, the words change, and when the words change, your vibration changes. You can only send out one vibration at a time. You can reset your vibration simply by changing your words, remembering that thoughts are made up of words. Contrast is anything that doesn't feel good. Observe contrast briefly, knowing that the law of attraction is always responding to your vibration. Use contrast to help generate clarity. When building your contrast list, find as many contrast items as possible. The more contrast you identify, the more clarity you'll have. Remember, you've only pinpointed your desire at this point. You may have felt great about identifying and writing down what you want, or you may have experienced a feeling of doubt. In the following chapters, you'll learn how to continue on with the Law of Attraction formula using Step 2 and Step 3. Step 2. Give your desire attention. Giving attention increases vibration. To raise or increase your vibration simply means to give your desire more positive attention, energy, and focus. It is not enough to merely identify your desire. You must also give it positive attention. Giving it positive attention ensures that you are including the vibration of your desire in your current vibration. The Law of Attraction brings you more of whatever you give your attention, energy, and focus to. If, however, you identify your desire and don't give it attention, energy, and focus, then there is no manifestation. The key here is to identify your desire and continue to give it attention. As you're giving it attention, you are now including the vibration of your desire in your current vibration. Your current vibration is what the law of attraction responds to. Some people are good at identifying their desires, and then they tuck their list of desires away and never give it attention again. The law of attraction can only respond to what you're giving your attention to. The next section of this audiobook explains this concept using the idea that we have a vibrational bubble around us, where all of our current vibration is stored. You must be sure to include the vibration of your desire in your current vibrational bubble. What am I including in my vibrational bubble? Imagine that you have a bubble that is surrounding you and captured within this bubble are all of the vibrations you are sending out. The law of attraction is responding to whatever is inside your vibrational bubble. Are your desires inside or outside your vibrational bubble? It is important to understand that all of your goals, dreams, and desires are outside of your vibrational bubble. If they were inside your vibrational bubble, you would already have them and be enjoying them. Take, for example, the exercise you completed in step one to identify your new desire. Now that you have new clarity about your desire, it's necessary to include that vibration in your current vibration because that's what the Law of Attraction responds to. If you build your desire list and put it away in your sock drawer, your desire won't manifest because the Law of Attraction doesn't respond to things in a sock drawer. It only responds to what is currently in your vibrational bubble. 
In step two of the deliberate attraction process, you will learn how to use words to give attention, energy, and focus to your new desires by creating a desire statement. While you're sustaining that attention, energy, and focus on your desire, you are including it in your current vibrational bubble where the law of attraction responds to and matches that vibration. Am I including it or excluding it from my vibrational bubble? Determine whether you are including or excluding each of the following sentences. When I'm talking about what I desire, when I'm noticing something I like, when I'm daydreaming about my desire, when I visualize my desire, when I'm pretending I already have my desire, when I say yes to something, when I say no to something, when I worry about something, when I complain about something, when I remember something positive, when I remember something negative, when I'm observing something positive, when I'm observing something negative, when I'm playing with the idea of having my desire, when I'm making a collage about my desire, when I'm praying about my desire, when I'm celebrating something I like. What am I including in my vibrational bubble? Everything is included in my vibrational bubble. Talking about my desire, noticing something I like, daydreaming about my desire, visualizing my desire, pretending I have my desires, when I say yes to something, when I say no to something, when I worry about something, when I complain about something, when I remember something positive, when I remember something negative, when I'm observing something positive, when I'm observing something negative, when I'm playing with the idea of having my desire, when I'm making a collage about my desire, when I'm praying about my desire, and even when I'm celebrating something I like. Can you see how everything gets included? Notice that when you say no to something, you just gave it attention, energy, and focus. In that moment, it also becomes included in your vibrational bubble. Giving anything attention of any kind includes it in your current vibration. Two tools for raising your vibration to fuel your desire. One of the keys to make the law of attraction work for you lies in keeping your desires within your current vibration, for example, your vibrational bubble. Going forward, I'll explain how affirmations may or may not be helping you include your desire in your vibrational bubble, and I'll give you a great tool that can help you reword your affirmations so they do work. Also, I'll introduce you to another tool I call the Desire Statement. This effective tool ensures that you are including and keeping your new desires in your vibrational bubble. It is especially useful when dealing with new desires that may be forgotten if not given deliberate attention. First, let me explain why using affirmations may not be raising your vibration. Why using affirmations may not raise your vibration. An affirmation is a statement spoken in the present tense and used to declare a desire. Saying, I have a happy, slender body, is an example of a positive affirmation. 
Each time you read your affirmation, you'll have a reaction based upon how the words make you feel. Remember, the law of attraction responds to the vibrations you send out based on how you feel, not based on specific words you use. If, for example, you tell yourself that you have a happy, slender body when you don't, or when having a happy, slender body feels unattainable, you'll create negative vibrations. You'll send out a vibration of doubt, a negative vibration, which the law of attraction will respond to by giving you more of the same, even though it's unwanted. A positive affirmation can have a negative vibration. Most affirmations don't work because the law of attraction doesn't respond to words. It responds to how you feel about the words you use. Here is a list of positive affirmations. After listening to each statement, ask yourself which vibration you are sending, negative or positive. All my family relationships are harmonious. I love my body. I'm a millionaire. My business is booming. I have ideal health. I have a perfect life mate. Question? When would these affirmations offer a positive vibration? The answer, when they are true for you. When you state something that is not true for you, you are offering a negative vibration because the statement activates doubt within you. As you state the affirmation, a part of you says, That's not true. My family relationships aren't harmonious. That's not true. I don't love my body. That's not true. I'm not a millionaire yet. That's not true. My business isn't booming. That's not true. I don't have ideal health. That's not true. I don't have a perfect life mate. The key to using affirmations is that they need to be true for you in order to make you feel good. I'll give you a tool to help you reword an affirmation so it's always true for you, thus enabling you to send out a positive vibration. And I'll give you a tool to help you write your desire statement. The law of attraction responds to how you feel about what you say and how you feel about what you think. Tool number one, rewording your affirmations to make them feel better. Some of you have been taught to always state your affirmations in the current tense. Here, I'm suggesting that you are in the process. The process the process of manifestation, actually starts when you think about your desire, talk about it, write about it, or when you give it any kind of attention, energy, and focus. So the truth is, you are in the process. When you say, I'm in the process of, that sentence becomes true, and if it's true for you, it feels good, which is a positive vibration. Let's revisit the previous statements, starting each sentence with the following. I'm in the process of. I'm in the process of creating ideal family relationships. I'm in the process of enjoying my body more and more. I'm in the process of becoming more abundant. I'm in the process of growing my business. I'm in the process of having ideal health. I'm in the process of attracting an ideal mate. Now, each statement is true for you. When a statement is true for you, it feels good. When it feels good, you are sending a positive vibration, which the law of attraction responds to by bringing you more of the same.
Tool number two, the desire statement tool. A desire statement is an effective tool for raising your vibration and is the second step in the three-step process of deliberate attraction. Once you are clear about what you want, writing a desire statement helps you give attention to that desire. Remember, the law of attraction states, whatever you give your attention, energy, and focus to, you'll get more of. And the desire statement lets you do just that. For example, you might say, I want to own my own home. In that moment, the law of attraction is orchestrating circumstances and events to bring it to you. However, if you're like most people, you'll probably sabotage yourself by saying you can't afford your own home. Now you're offering a vibration of lack, and that's what the law of attraction is responding to. Once you've written your desire statement, you will experience feelings of excitement, possibility, and hope, all of which are a sign that your vibration has been raised. You can tell by how you feel. There are three elements to the desire statement. The opening sentence, the body, your clarity list from step one, and the closing sentence. In the following section, you'll learn how to use these three elements to create your desire statement. An opening sentence for your desire statement. I'm in the process of attracting all that I need to do, know, or have to attract my ideal desire. The body of the desire statement. Using the statements from your clarity list, combine them with these phrases, filling in the blanks. I love knowing that my ideal blank. I love how it feels when I've decided more and more. It excites me. I love the idea of. I'm excited at the thought of. I love seeing myself. Examples. I love knowing that my ideal partner lives in my city. I love how it feels when I'm doing a bank deposit for my business. I'm excited at the thought of traveling with my ideal mate. I love the idea of having a full client base. I love seeing myself making healthy food choices. The above phrases allows you to talk about your desire and at the same time knowing it's true for you. You do love knowing, or love the thought of, or love seeing yourself, etc. Now you are including a positive vibration about your desire and including it in your vibrational bubble. Using the word ideal is important here. Referring to an ideal mate or an ideal health or ideal career allows you to talk about it now, thus enabling you to include it in your current vibration. Remember, the purpose of the desire statement is to help you include your new desire in your vibrational bubble. Can you feel the difference in vibration between I love knowing that my ideal relationship is nurturing and uplifting and my relationships are nurturing and uplifting? In the first statement, you're saying that your ideal relationship is nurturing and uplifting and this applies whether you're in one or not. Your vibration is positive. Again, you aren't stating that you have your ideal relationship right now, but you are saying that you are clear about desiring these attributes that make up your ideal relationship. 
The second statement is an assertion that you already have nurturing and uplifting relationships. If that isn't true for you, you'll have doubt, which generates a negative vibration. The closing sentence for the desire statement. The law of attraction is unfolding and orchestrating all that needs to happen to bring me my desire. Examples of completed desire statements. Before you write your own desire statement, let's recall Janice and Greg. Remember, Janice and Greg's first step was to build a list of contrasts, their dislikes, to help them become clear about their desires. To build her desire statement, Janice took her clarity list and plugged it into the desire statement model. Janice's desire statement, my ideal relationship. Opening sentence. I'm in the process of attracting all that I need to do, know, or have to attract my ideal relationship. The body? I love how it feels knowing that my ideal relationship is with a man who is flexible and well-balanced. He has great listening skills and enjoys conversations. I love how it feels knowing that my ideal partner is affectionate and sensitive and asks about my feelings. I love being asked to be included in decision-making opportunities. I love knowing that my ideal partner enjoys and looks forward to meeting my friends in social situations. My partner and I enjoy short and long-term travel together, experiencing trips and vacations that bring us closer. I've decided that my ideal partner is patient, caring, gentle, and allows things to unfold in due time. It feels great to be asked by my ideal partner what I think and feel about things and to have balanced conversations where each of us is included. I love asking my partner for input and I love being asked. I'm excited at the thought of enjoying the theater, movies, live entertainment and dancing with my ideal partner. I love being adored by my ideal partner and I love that my ideal partner enjoys being adored. He is optimistic and loves being uplifted. He's supportive and supportable. The closing sentence of the desire statement. The law of attraction is unfolding and orchestrating all that needs to happen to bring me my desire. When Greg built his desire statement, he took his clarity list and plugged it into the desire statement model. His opening sentence, I'm in the process of attracting all that I need to do, know, or have to attract my ideal financial situation. The body? I love knowing that my ideal financial situation allows me to have and enjoy everything that I need and desire to bring more joy and freedom to my life. Abundance is a feeling, and I love the feeling of abundance all around me. I love knowing that all my bills are paid with joy, knowing that what I am billed for is an exchange, using money to honor that exchange. I'm so excited at the thought of a constant flow of money coming to me from known and unknown sources. I love knowing that my ideal financial situation brings me the comfort and the knowledge that I can travel where I want, shop where I want, and have whatever will make me feel great. More and more I receive gifts, win more prizes, and receive what I need from known and unknown sources. I love the thought of stashing money away into excellent investments. The closing sentence. The law of attraction is unfolding and orchestrating all that needs to happen to bring me my desire.
How to Create Your Desire Statement. Now it's your turn to create your own desire statement. Use the items on your completed Clarity Through Contrast worksheet to build the body of your desire statement. I have provided you with the opening and closing sentences. All you have to do is to fill in the body. Use some or all of the following phrases to help describe your ideal desire. I love knowing that my ideal blank. I love how it feels when. I've decided. More and more. It excites me. I love the idea of. I'm excited at the thought of. I love seeing myself. How do I know if I'm doing it right? After you've written your desire statement, go back and read it. Next, ask yourself how you feel. Do you hear a little negative voice or have an uncomfortable feeling? Does your desire statement make you feel great? If not, then revise your statement so that you feel better or raise your vibration when you read it. Remember, the purpose of the desire statement is to raise your vibration to help you include your new desire in your vibrational bubble. Wrapping up step two, give your desire attention. You have completed the second phase of deliberate attraction, giving your desire attention. Here's what we've covered in this section. Your vibrational bubble contains all of your current vibrations. You must include the vibration of your new desire in your current vibrational bubble. A desire statement helps you include the vibration of your desire in your vibrational bubble. The purpose of step two is to give your desire attention. You raise your vibration when you give your desire attention, energy, and focus. Your affirmations may not feel good when the statements aren't true for you. Law of Attraction responds to how you feel about your affirmations. Now that you've completed step one and two of the Law of Attraction formula, it's time to apply the third step, allowing. Step three, allow it. It's all about allowing. Now some of you may be saying, I've had desires in the past that I got excited about and they never resulted in anything. Remember, deliberate attraction is a three-step process. You've identified your desire and given it your attention. The third step in the deliberate attraction process is allowing. Let's get started. Allowing is simply the absence of negative vibration, and doubt is a negative vibration. Allowing is the most important step in the deliberate attraction process. One of my clients, Danny, asked me why he did not attract his desires. He had built a great clarity list of his ideal clients and made an awesome desire statement that felt great. So why didn't he attract his desires? The process didn't work for him because it was not enough for him to just identify his desire and really want it. He also had to remove any doubt surrounding his belief that he would attract it. This doubt-removing process is called allowing. You may have heard the expression, just allow it. Telling yourself this doesn't help you to allow. If you doubt you can have something, you are sending a negative vibration. This negative vibration is diluting or canceling the positive vibration of your desire. In other words, having strong desire, positive vibe, and having strong doubt, 
a negative vibe, cancel each other out. Therefore, allowing occurs in the absence of doubt. Allowing is the absence of negative vibration or doubt. You know you are allowing something when you hear yourself saying statements such as, Ah, what a relief! You know, maybe I can have this. Now this feels possible. In all three of the above expressions, what you are actually describing is the feeling of the negative vibration being removed. Most people say that allowing is the most difficult step in the Law of Attraction formula. It's not the most difficult step, it's just the least understood. Most people don't understand how to allow, so they become frustrated when people say, just allow it. In this section, I'll give you how-to tools to help you allow. The Allowing Game Here's a model to help you understand the importance of allowing. It's illustrated by a simple children's game. Here's how the game works. Imagine a tall glass cylinder. Halfway down the cylinder, there are crisscross of sticks that are going through one side of the cylinder out the other. These sticks represent resistance or doubt. The marbles are resting on top of these sticks. The marbles represent desire. And the fallen marbles at the bottom of the cylinder represent manifestation or allowing. In the course of the game, the sticks are removed, allowing some marbles to fall to the bottom of the cylinder. The only way the marbles will fall is if the sticks are removed. In the same way, having a strong desire is not enough. It is only when your resistance is removed that your desire is manifested. The faster your doubt or resistance is removed, the faster your desire can be realized. In other words, the speed at which Law of Attraction manifests your desire is in direct proportion to how much you are allowing. Here are a couple questions to ponder. Does having strong desire make your desire manifest faster? No. You'll notice that having more marbles on top of the sticks doesn't make them manifest faster to the bottom. Do you have to remove all of your doubt to manifest your desire? No. Just removing a couple sticks will help drop the balls or manifest your desire. In other words, the speed at which Law of Attraction responds to your desire is in direct proportion to how much you allow. The Power of Allowing Having a strong desire with strong doubt means your desire will not be manifested. Having a strong desire with just a little bit of doubt means your desire will come, though slowly. Having a strong desire with no doubt means your desire will be manifested quickly. Although smiling, lottery ticket purchasers have thoughts of doubt about winning. If you have a strong desire and strong doubt, your desire will come slowly to you, if at all. The speed at which you'll win the lottery, which is your desire, is determined by how much doubt you have. Do you have doubts? The speed at which law of attraction manifests your desire is in direct proportion to how much you allow. Where does doubt come from? The most common sources of doubt, which is a negative vibration, is from your own limiting beliefs. 
What is a limiting belief? A limiting belief is a repetitive thought that you think over and over and over again. When your thoughts consist of a limiting belief, you are offering or sending out a negative vibration. That negative vibration is preventing you from attracting your desire. The phrase, I have to work hard to make money, vibrates lack, which stops you from getting what you want. How can you identify your limiting beliefs? Here's an easy way to identify your limiting beliefs. They are usually found after you say the word because, as in the phrase, I can't because. Here are some examples. I'd like to write a book, but I can't because I don't have a university degree. I'd like to start my own business, but I can't because I'm too old. I'd like to have a more slender body, but it's so hard because everybody in my family is overweight. I'd like to have an ideal mate, but I can't because I'm too fat, too old, or too shy, etc. Let's go back to our two case studies with Janice and Greg. Janice's desire was to attract her ideal relationship. She caught herself saying that she couldn't attract an ideal partner because she was too old. And Greg caught himself saying that he couldn't be financially wealthy because he comes from a poor family. So what are your limiting beliefs? When you catch yourself saying the word because, you've just discovered one of your limiting beliefs. In this section, you'll learn how to use the tools that will assist you in changing your limiting beliefs. Allowing is the absence of negative vibration. Doubt is a negative vibration, and doubt is often created from limiting beliefs. A tool to help you allow. There are a number of tools for allowing. The first one we're going to explore is allowing statements. The purpose of allowing statements is to lessen or remove any doubt that is preventing you from receiving what you want. After making your allowing statements, you will experience a feeling of relief. That is, you will believe that you really are going to attract what you desire. Believing is also the absence of doubt, as is faith. Two ways to know you've allowed. Remembering that allowing is the absence of negative vibration, there are two ways you can tell if you are allowing. First, you can tell by how you feel. When you remove a negative feeling of resistance, most people feel a sense of relief or hear themselves saying, Ah, this feels much better. The second way that you can tell is by noticing when manifestation appears in your life. When evidence is showing up in your life, you know you are allowing. In the following sections, you'll learn how to change your thoughts to positive ones. Offering these new positive thoughts over and over again will then create your new beliefs. Remember, a limiting belief is simply a repetitive thought that you think over and over again. Therefore, any belief can be changed. Formula for Creating Allowing Statements Whenever you hear yourself stating a limiting belief or having doubt, you can use this formula to help create an allowing statement which will help lessen or remove your doubt. Writing your own allowing statements is simple. Start by asking yourself if there is anyone currently doing what you want to do or having what you want. 
If so, then how many people have been doing this today, yesterday, last week, last month, last year? Write your statements in general terms, in third person, because making reference to yourself may create more doubt. Ensure that the statements are plausible. Here is an example of how to create allowing statements for the following limiting beliefs. Limiting belief number one. I'd like to have a more slender body, but I can't because all of my family members are big. The question? Is there anyone on the planet who has a different body size than other members of their family? The answer? Yes. Question. If so, how many people have this today, yesterday? Last week, last month, last year? The allowing statement? Thousands of people, even in my neighborhood, have different body sizes than their family members. There are millions of men on the planet that have a more slender body than their father or brother. Note, this sentence is written in general terms, in the third person, to exclude making any reference to yourself. Limiting belief number two. I'd like to start my own business, but I can't because I'm 50 years old. Question. Is there anyone my age on the planet that has started their own business? The answer. Yes. The question. If so, then how many people have been doing this today or yesterday, last week, last month, or last year? The allowing statement. Right now, there are hundreds of people in their 50s who are starting and running successful businesses. There are millions of 50-year-old-plus successful business owners. Write your own allowing statements in general terms, third person, because making reference to yourself may create more doubt. Now, let's return to Janice and Greg to see how they created their allowing statements. As you'll recall, Janice is tired and frustrated because she continually has the wrong kind of man showing interest in her. She complains that she attracts men who are unavailable, insensitive, and who never make her a priority. Janice is using deliberate attraction to help her attract her ideal relationship. She is clear about her desires and is already using a desire statement. Because this is a new desire for her, she has to lessen the doubt in order to receive it. She does this by composing allowing statements. Here are Janice's allowing statements for her ideal relationship. Hundreds of people met their ideal partner last month. Thousands of people are on first dates today with a person who will become their lifelong ideal partner. Hundreds of thousands of couples are enjoying each other's company today. Millions of couples are in their ideal relationship. Every day, more and more people are attracting their ideal partners. Millions of couples are doing social activities together that include traveling and vacations. Hundreds of thousands of couples will go dancing this week. As Janice reads her allowing statements, she begins to feel hope and the reduction of doubt. Now, the law of attraction can bring Janice her ideal mate. Remember Greg? He's the self-employed consultant and business advisor who's having a really hard time making ends meet. He constantly complains about not having enough money. In fact, he says he's feeling pretty stressed out about his financial situation. 
Greg is using deliberate attraction to help him attract his ideal financial situation. He is clear about his desires and is already using a desire statement. Because this is a new desire for him, he has to lessen and remove the doubt in order to manifest. He does this by composing allowing statements. Here are Greg's allowing statements for his ideal financial situation. Millions of people are receiving checks today. Every day, billions of dollars are moved from bank account to bank account. Someone just received a check this minute. Hundreds of thousands of people win prizes and money every day. Somebody became a millionaire yesterday. Millions of dollars are inherited every day. Someone found money today. More and more, people are attracting creative ways to bring in extra income. As Greg reads his allowing statements, he begins to feel hope and the diminishing of doubt. Now, the law of attraction can respond to Greg's desire for his ideal financial situation. How to Create Your Own Allowing Statement It's time for you to create your own allowing statement. The allowing statement is used when you hear yourself make statements of doubt. Build a list of these doubts. You may hear yourself saying, I can't have that because, or that won't happen to me because. First step, uncover the doubt. Reread your desire statement and use it to uncover any doubt you feel as a result of reading it. For example, if your desire statement says that your ideal job allows you to work a four-day week and you hear a little voice inside you saying, that will never happen because, then jot down your doubt. Second step, ask yourself these questions. Start by asking yourself whether there is anyone currently doing what you want to do or having what you want to have. If so, then how many people have been doing this today, yesterday, last week, last month, last year? Third step, write in general terms in the third person. Write your statements in general terms because making reference to yourself often creates more doubt. Ensure that the statements are plausible. There are two ways to tell when you are allowing. First, you feel a sense of relief and often hear yourself saying, Ah, this feels much better. Second, you see evidence of your manifestation appearing in your life. More tools to help you allow. In addition to the allowing statement tool, here are additional tools. 1. Celebrate the proof or evidence. 2. Record your proof of the law of attraction. 3. Appreciation and gratitude. 4. Use the expression, I'm in the process of. 5. Use the expression, I've decided. 6. Use the expression, lots can happen. 7. Ask for information. 8. Make yourself an attraction box. 9. Create a void or vacuum. And 10. Allow the law of attraction to figure it out. Remember, it's the absence of doubt that will bring your desire faster. Tool number one, celebrate the proof or evidence. Remember, 
that to manifest your desire, you need to remove the doubt. Doubt is what stops your desire from coming to you. The best way to remove doubt is to find proof. Scientists, for example, only believe something after it's been proven. Like most of us, when someone proves something to us, we often say, okay, I believe it now, I can see the proof. Here's how to use proof or evidence to your advantage. Have you noticed when something you desire starts showing up in your life, even just a little bit, it excites you? For example, you attract a bit of information you've been looking for, or you meet someone who is a pretty close match to your ideal partner or your ideal client. All of this is proof or evidence of the law of attraction at work in your life. How you observe proof or evidence of the law of attraction is important. In some cases, people might say, oh, this isn't exactly what I want, or he's not quite the right person I was looking for, or it's kind of close, but not really. Saying or thinking these kinds of phrases creates a negative vibration. When you find and experience proof or evidence of the law of attraction, celebrate it by acknowledging how close you came to getting what you desired. It's in the celebration of the closeness of the match that you offer more vibration of what you desire, and at that moment, the law of attraction is responding to your vibration. Remember, the law of attraction does not care whether you are remembering, pretending, playing, creating, complaining, or worrying. It simply responds to your vibration and sends you more of the same. So find proof and rejoice. Janice, who is using the law of attraction to attract her ideal relationship, is a great example of how this tool can be used to lessen doubt. Shortly after Janice completed her desire statement and started using the allowing tools, she met a man who was a visitor to her city. They hit it off right away. They had lots in common, including a love of music, theater, and movies. She was really impressed by his good communication skills and how upbeat he was. Three days later, Janice called me, and I could hear some disappointment in her voice. She spent lots of time and attention describing her disappointment that he was from another country, thus including what she didn't want in her vibrational bubble. Yet, I knew he was a close match to her desire and that she was not acknowledging that fact. My job was to help her include all of those things that were a match in her vibrational bubble. Here's how I use this tool with Janice. I simply ask her to tell me all the things about her new relationship that excited her. In other words, the things that were in her desire statement that made her feel great. She quickly built a list that included his great communication skills, his love of music, theater, and movies, his values, and how happy she felt around him. Janice could feel her vibration rise the moment she started creating this list. Finding and celebrating the closeness of the match shifted her vibration immediately. As Janice began recalling and noticing the closeness of the match, she was once again including this vibration in her vibrational bubble. And you know how the Law of Attraction responds to that. Tool number two. Record proof of the Law of Attraction. Keeping a diary or a book of proof of the Law of Attraction in your life will help you believe it more, get excited more, allow more, and trust more. Regardless of the size of the manifestation, example, you found a quarter or you won a prize, if it's something you desired, log it. Record your proof and you will raise your vibration. Finding proof helps lessen doubt. 
Remember that any time you've ever had something proven to you in that very moment, all doubt is removed. You might have heard yourself saying, Now I believe that. After a couple of pages of recording proof, you will realize how much the law of attraction is working in your life. As you use the law of attraction more knowingly, you will have confirmation that will help you trust the process of allowing more easily, thus lessening the doubt or resistance. Remember, it's the absence of doubt that will bring your desire faster. So whenever you're feeling doubtful about the law of attraction, you just need to read your book of proof. Reading your book of proof will remind you of the evidence you've received and will lower or remove your doubt. Here's how you would make an entry into a book of proof. Record the date. Today I observe this proof or evidence. Money left in a parking meter. I was treated to lunch today. Got 30% off a purchase. Free parking validation ticket. Free samples at a coffee shop. Was given free advice over dinner. The book of proof worked for Ivor. Here's what Ivor says about his book of proof. Being analytically minded, I work in the financial business, I figured I was the most unlikely person to get involved with the law of attraction. But through Michael's teachings, I learned how to change my thoughts and be open and receptive to new ideas. Then wonderful things began to happen. I started taking an optimistic approach to business situations that I would generally worry about. When I deliberately raised my vibration from worry to a positive, happy mood, I noticed that I got results, and they came fast. If I decided I want to meet three new clients in one day, that's what happened. And one of the ways I log proof of how the law of attraction is working for me is I use my book of proof to record all my successes, both big and small. I record it when I'm successful in getting a referral, a new client, paying off a bill or receiving a big check, etc. I refer to my book often, whenever I want to raise my vibration and remind myself how powerful the law of attraction is. Ivor John, Financial Advisor, Victoria, B.C. Remember, the law of attraction does not care whether you are remembering, pretending, celebrating, playing, creating, complaining, or worrying. It simply responds to what's in your vibrational bubble. So find proof, rejoice, and sound out a positive vibration. Tool number three, appreciation and gratitude. Appreciation and gratitude help you send out strong, positive vibrations. When you're appreciating something, you're offering a feeling and vibration of pure joy. Think of a time when you express thanks for someone in your life. The feelings you experienced were positive. Keeping an appreciation and gratitude journal is an effective daily tool for maintaining a positive vibration. When you purposely take time to appreciate every day, you are intentionally offering strong, positive vibrations and including those vibrations in your vibrational bubble. You can take time to appreciate anything. It's the feeling that's attached to your appreciation that is important. Janice, whose desire is an ideal relationship, keeps a daily appreciation journal. It allows her to reflect on the relationships that she loves in her life. Here are just a few samples of Janice's appreciation statements. I am grateful that I went hiking with new friends this week. I love sharing lunch today with close friends. 
I appreciate my close friends giving me their attention. I love having lots of friends. While Janice is thinking and writing her daily appreciation statements, she is offering a positive vibration. In that same moment, the law of attraction is unfolding to bring her more of what she is offering vibrationally. Take time to appreciate anything. It's the feeling that's attached to your appreciation that is important. Appreciation and gratitude help you offer strong, positive vibrations. Tool number four. Use the expression, I'm in the process of. Sometimes it's hard to believe you will get what you desire. This is especially true if you're focusing on the fact that you haven't reached your goal. When you concentrate on what you don't have, you're offering a negative vibration. So instead, feel the relief by saying, I'm in the process of. Saying you don't have something is another way of focusing on your lack and generates a negative vibration. When you catch yourself saying you don't have something yet, stop and instead say, I'm in the process of attracting. Some people may ask, then are you not always in the process of? The answer is yes, you are always in the process of. The law of attraction is always unfolding and orchestrating events and circumstances to respond to your vibration and bring you more of the same. As you attract whatever it is you've desired, once it manifests, you'll generate a new desire and once again be in the process of. In the very moment you think about a new desire, talk about it, write about it, put it on your calendar or on a reminder note on your fridge. You have just begun the process of, because in each of these cases, you are giving your new desire attention, energy, and focus. So it is true, you are in the process of. Here are some examples of how to apply the tool I'm in the process of. Before applying the tool, I still haven't attracted my ideal mate. After applying the tool, I'm in the process of attracting my ideal mate. Before applying the tool, I'm still waiting for my ideal job. After applying the tool, I'm in the process of obtaining my ideal job. Before applying the tool, I haven't reached my goal weight yet. After applying the tool, I'm in the process of having a happier, slender body. Remember to use this expression whenever you're focusing on the doubt of not reaching your goals or manifesting your desires. Tool number five, use the expression, I've decided. Another way to rephrase your expressions so they offer a positive vibration is to use the phrase, I've decided. Have you noticed that in most cases when you say, I've decided, it creates a strong positive emotion. I've decided I'm having this, or I've decided I'm doing that. Most people rarely use the word decide. Yet, it is an excellent way to take your focus off of lack and put it back onto your desire. I've decided I'm going to have more money in my life. I've decided I'm going to work three days a week. I've decided I'm going to be in a happy, healthy relationship. I've decided to start my own business. I've decided to attract my ideal job. You may have noticed that when some people experience contrast, they may declare loudly, That's enough! I've decided from now on I'm having it this way. So deciding is really about making a decision, and with that decision you send out the vibration of what you want to attract. 
Decide more often. You'll feel instant relief from the positive emotions that come with each act of deciding. Tool number six. Use the expression, lots can happen. I had a client, Jason, who was using the law of attraction to attract his ideal customer. I could hear in his words that he was trying to determine where his next major purchaser was coming from. He was saying things like, It seems like I've been waiting forever. I wonder when this is going to happen. Even though Jason had completed the entire three-step process, there was still a part of him that doubted. The statements Jason was making about his next client had a negative vibration of lack or doubt. Jason was spending a lot of energy trying to figure out why he wasn't getting what he wanted and was noticing that he wasn't reaching his goals. Like Jason, you've probably spent some time noticing you haven't reached your goals. Here's some questions that I asked Jason to help him go from his place of not reaching his goals to a place of possibility. Can lots happen in the next few days? Can lots happen in the next week? Can lots happen in the next 30 days? Jason excitedly answered yes to all of these questions. The moment I reminded Jason about the phrase, lots can happen, I could see his relief. This experience also reminded him of times when lots happened even when he doubted lots could happen. Using this allowing phrase helped Jason shift his vibration from lack to abundance or from a negative vibration to a positive one. From now on, the moment you notice a lack of results, focus on the possibility that lots can happen. Tool number seven, ask for information. Often, when we define our desires and get excited about attracting them, the doubt we may have stops the law of attraction from bringing them to us. If your desire is to have a full client base, for example, you may doubt that it is possible. However, you could desire to attract information that will help you with that goal. Try it. If you feel more hopeful after you've asked for information, then you just reduce your doubts, which allows the law of attraction to bring your desires to you more quickly. Examples. I'd like to attract some more information on where to get started with my new desire. I'd like the law of attraction to bring me some creative information on how I can manifest my desire. I'd like to attract some information and ideas about more ways to generate business. I'd like some information about where to network my new business. We have less resistance to accepting information, and as a result, information comes quickly because there's no negative vibration to stop it from coming. One of the best techniques for breaking things down is the one I used with Greg's financial situation. Even after completing the three-step process, he still felt doubt that he could not have what he desired. I asked Greg just to take the first step, that is, to ask for and accept any information that fit with his desire to receive more money. Greg instantly got excited and said, Oh, what a great start! I can attract information about what I need to do to attract more money. That's what I need. Now that I can do. Tool number eight, make yourself an attraction box. An attraction box is used to collect things that represent your desire, things you've cut out of magazines and newspapers, brochures for trips you want to take, or even business cards of people you want to work with. Your attraction box can be any type of container, 
as simple as a shoebox or as elaborate as a treasure chest. Each time you put something into your attraction box, what you are actually offering vibrationally is hope, and hope is a positive vibration. Instead of throwing out the catalogs and the flyers and saying things like, I can't afford this, or I'll never be able to have one of these, now you allow it. You do this because it's not your job to figure out where or when your desire is going to come. Just put it into your attraction box and leave the rest to the law of attraction. Tool number nine, create a void or vacuum. A void or vacuum is always waiting to be filled. As an example, let's say you're looking for more clients. By making space in your filing cabinets for new clients, even by labeling some empty file folders with the words, next new client, it does two things. It sets the intention that you want to attract new clients and it also creates a void to be filled. Saying, I'm waiting for new clients or I have only a few clients can be rephrased as, I have room and space for new clientele. Do you hear how optimistic that sounds? Does it feel better? Some voids can be created intentionally. For example, go to your day timer and enter this on your calendar. New client here. Or, next appointment goes here. Or, sales happen here. Now you've just created the void and intention to attract those things. When you look at your calendar, you'll be reminded of your intention of what you want to attract in those time slots, thus giving it more attention, energy, and focus. The other kind of void is unintentional. It's when a client cancels. When a client cancels, most people will complain or worry about the cancellation, spending too much time focusing on the cancellation and giving it a negative vibration. Spending too much time focusing on the cancellation and giving it negative attention. You can change the vibration by saying, I've just created a void to attract a new client. Or, I've just created some more room for another project in my business. Now that's allowing. Tool number 10. Allow the law of attraction to figure it out. Sometimes, it can get a little overwhelming thinking about your desire and all that you need to do to obtain it. You needn't be overwhelmed because the law of attraction will bring the results to you. At the very moment that you catch yourself saying, I don't know how to figure this out. I don't know where to look. I don't know how to find this information. I don't know what to do next. I'm having problems finding this. I can't figure it out. Stop. Say to yourself, that's not my job. I'm going to let the Law of Attraction figure this out. This lesson was a valuable one for my client and friend, Andrea. When she was first going into business for herself, she used the Law of Attraction to attract her ideal business. Using the three-step process, Andrea discovered a business that really got her excited by allowing her to shop every day. She also used the Law of Attraction to find financing and the perfect location for a clothing consignment store. Every step of the way, whenever any tough questions came up and Andrea would worry about the details, I would say to her, that's not your job, let the Law of Attraction figure it out. Although the Law of Attraction took care of the big questions, Andrea still had to do the follow-up actions. For example, after she found the name of the perfect banker, she still had to make an appointment to see him and arrange financing for her shop. 
there comes a time when you need to take action. As you let the law of attraction figure it out and you start to receive things that are in alignment with your desire, you can then decide when to take action. Your job is not to try to figure things out intellectually, but to let the law of attraction figure it out. Wrapping up Step 3. Allowing. You have completed the third step of deliberate attraction, allowing. Here's what we've covered in this section. Allowing, the third step of the deliberate attraction process, is the most important step. Allowing is the absence of doubt. Doubt is a negative vibration. The negative vibration of doubt cancels the positive vibration of a desire. A limiting belief is a repetitive thought. When you say, I can't because, you've just uncovered a limiting belief. Finding proof helps you remove doubt. Finding evidence that others are having or doing what you want to have or do helps remove your doubt. The purpose of allowing tools is to help you remove doubt. 10 Allowing Tools Celebrate the evidence of proof. Record proof of the law of attraction. Appreciation and gratitude. Use the expression, I'm in the process of. Use the expression, I've decided. Use the expression, lots can happen. Ask for information. Make yourself an attraction box. Create a void or vacuum. Allow the law of attraction to figure it out. Putting it all together. Now that you've learned how to use the law of attraction to get more of what you want and less of what you don't want, you can start using the tools from this audiobook right away. Beyond the three-step formula. Three additional areas of interest. Become more abundant and attract more money. Relationships and your vibration. Parents and teachers Learn how to teach law of attraction to children. Abundance is a feeling. Be more deliberate to include the feeling of abundance in your current vibration, your vibrational bubble. Become more abundant and attract more money. You have learned so far that all feelings give off vibrations, either positive or negative. Abundance is a feeling, and that's good news. Why? All feelings can be duplicated. Abundance is a feeling, and that feeling has a corresponding vibration that you can duplicate. In many cases, people are duplicating the feeling of lack, sadness, or hopelessness simply by the thoughts and the words they use. Given that you can generate feelings by your words and thoughts, you can learn how to duplicate the feelings of abundance more intentionally by changing the way you use your words and thoughts. Law of Attraction doesn't know if you are generating a thought by remembering, pretending, creating, visualizing, or daydreaming. It simply responds to our vibration in that moment. And remember, we can only send out one vibration at a time. By creating the vibration of abundance more deliberately and more often, we are including it in our vibrational bubble more often thus increasing abundance in our life. Your objective is to include the vibration of abundance in your vibrational bubble as often and as long as possible. 
The good news is, it is easy to duplicate the vibration of abundance. You may be abundant in your life every day and haven't noticed it, celebrated it, or talked about it, therefore not including it in your vibrational bubble. Build a list of all the sources and resources where money and abundance can come from. Most people, when asked, how could you get more money, answer by saying they could work more hours to earn more money, or get a part-time job to earn more money. For these people, their belief that this is the only way to increase their abundance is a limiting belief. There are actually many, many other ways where abundance is evident in your life. Here is a partial list of areas that can be deemed as abundant. In other words, when you experience anything on the following list, for most people, it generates that feeling of abundance within them. You may also notice that in many cases, the feeling of abundance is not always related to money. Sources of Abundance Some examples Someone treats you to lunch or breakfast or dinner. Someone gives you free advice or coaching. You receive gifts. You receive free transportation or lodging. You get your second cup of coffee free. Someone gives you a prize. You buy something at a discount or on sale. You get to use air mile points. You win door prizes. You trade or exchange with somebody. You sell your products or services. Add more of your own. Tools for including the vibration of abundance in your vibrational bubble. Tool number one. Record evidence of your abundantness. Keep a daily log of all the sources from which you are receiving abundance. This will significantly help you in noticing abundance in your life. Keeping a daily log shows you concrete proof or evidence that abundance does exist and is already present in your life. Celebrate. When you notice abundance, celebrate the evidence of it in your life. And while celebrating, know that you are offering the positive vibration of abundance. Remember, at every moment, including right now, the law of attraction is responding to the vibration you are offering and giving you more of the same. Keeping this log encourages you to spend more time celebrating your abundantness, thereby including it in your vibrational bubble more frequently. Here is an example of an entry in a daily log to track abundantness. I'm abundant. Today I attracted abundance when a friend paid for my lunch. During lunch, I received a half hour of free coaching. I had free transportation to and from the airport. I received a check from a client. I received a thank you email. I got a deal on my new eyeglasses. Maintain your own daily log. Do this exercise for the next seven days, and you will notice yourself saying, I'm so abundant, I've attracted evidence of abundant every day for the last seven days. Or, I'm so abundant, I've attracted hundreds of dollars of free advice in the last seven days. Ideally, you would continue to do this well beyond seven days. Become more deliberate in your offering of the vibration of abundance, and the law of attraction will bring you more of the same. Tool number two. Always say yes to money. A lot of people feel challenged to say yes when someone offers to pay for their lunch or buy them a gift or wants to simply give them money. 
Many people, when offered to have their lunch paid for, respond with, No, that's okay. You don't need to do that. Or, Oh no, I'll pay for my own. You don't have to buy me lunch. Or, Oh no, I couldn't. Does that sound like you or someone you know? In all of these statements, you can hear resistance to receiving money. The new you, however, will learn to say, Thanks, I would like that, and you'll start to feel good about it. You may experience discomfort at first, but as you continue to say yes, it will get easier, and you will feel your resistance fading away. This, in turn, opens your allowing for more money. Start saying yes to money today. Tool number three, hold on to that check. Do you want to raise your vibration when it comes to receiving more money? Then hang on to checks you've received for a little bit longer. Instead of cashing a check the day you get it, holding on to it will generate more vibrational value if you observe it for a day or more. Every time you view the check, you will get a little jolt of excitement that will be offered to the law of attraction. Remember that each time you feel that little jolt of excitement, you are now including that vibration in your vibrational bubble. When you notice that something made you excited about money, do it over and over again. The law of attraction is always responding. Wrapping up abundance and attracting more money. Here's what we've covered in this section. Be more deliberate to include the feeling of abundance in your current vibration. Become aware of many different sources of abundance. Recording evidence of abundance increases your attention to the vibration of abundance. Your job is to include the vibration of abundance as often as possible in your vibrational bubble. Celebrate the moment you notice you've attracted something abundant. Three tools to help you attract abundance more deliberately. Record evidence of your abundantness. Always say yes to money and hold on to that check. Relationships and your vibration. Have you noticed at times when you meet someone that within seconds you're saying to yourself, I don't like their energy. At other times you meet someone and you can tell you're hitting it off with them within seconds because you catch yourself saying, I sure like their energy. These kinds of experiences show that you've already been picking up other people's energy or vibes. If we were to measure your vibration on a scale of 1 to 100, 100 being a very high vibe and 1 being a very low vibe, where would your vibe be? Imagine a radio dial showing station 0 to station 100. All the radio stations between 0 to 50 are negative talk radio, and all the stations from 50 to 100 are positive talk radio. Your vibes are similar to the vibes of radio frequencies. When you are feeling really good and everything is working out in your life, things come to you easily and everyone in your life is positive. We could say that your vibe is as high as 98.5 on the radio dial. How can you tell when you're on 98.5? You can tell by how you feel. When your vibe is high, it means there's little to no negative vibration around you. When there is little to no negative vibration around you, then everything comes to you much quicker. You start attracting relationships that are of a similar vibration. Some of you may also notice that you've been moving up the dial, raising your vibration. You start attracting like-minded and like-vibration people in all areas of your life. 
the distance between your vibration and someone else's vibration is equal to the amount of resistance or negativity you feel when you are with them. On the other hand, many of you may also be familiar with the saying, negativity breeds negativity. Most of us have people in our lives that aren't on station 98.5 at the same time we are. Recall a time in your life when your vibration was high. You're having one great experience followed by another, and you love everything in your life. Then your phone rings. You look at the call display, and it's somebody in your life that's at a much lower vibration than you. As a matter of fact, just seeing their name lowers your vibration. Let's call this person your negative Nelly. Your negative Nelly? Some people may ask, how can I even attract a negative Nelly if I have such a high vibration? The answer is simple. You didn't necessarily attract them by choice. The negative Nelly in your life could be, for example, your partner, workmate, colleague, child, parent, or neighbor. Let's say, for example, that negative Nelly's vibration is consistently low on station 30.1, and your vibration is on 98.5. Imagine on a radio dial the amount of distance between your vibration and negative Nelly's vibration. The amount of distance between your vibration and someone else's vibration is equal to the amount of resistance or negativity you feel when you're with them or when you talk to them. In the past, you may have said, Hey, negative Nelly brings me down. The truth is, negative Nelly didn't bring you down. You lowered your dial or vibration to match theirs. How to hold your positive vibration. What can you do in the future to maintain your vibration at 98.5 when you are talking to people who are at a much lower vibration? Just like you can select a station or vibration on your car radio, you can also have a higher vibration and stay there, despite having negative Nelly in your life. Here's how to do that. The next time your negative Nelly calls you and starts to talk about how sad their life is or how they don't like their job, don't have enough money, or a satisfying relationship, you have two choices. Choice number one, you can buy into that conversation, which then lowers your vibration to match theirs. Or, choice number two, when you hear them say what they don't want, you can simply ask them, so, what do you want? Remember, that as a negative Nelly goes from what they don't want to what they do want, their words change. And when their words change, their vibration changes, so they now offer a new, higher vibration. As their vibration rises, it gets closer to matching yours. And the closer their vibration is to yours, the more harmonious your vibrations become. Now you understand that when you meet somebody and you hit it off with them, saying to yourself, did I ever click with them? Or our chemistry was good. You really mean that your vibrations are in harmony. When you meet somebody and before you even learn their name, you catch yourself saying, wow, I don't like their energy. They're not my type. It's an indicator that your vibrations are not in harmony. Your job is to look after your vibration and steer any conversations that you might have with people to be more uplifting and positive. You do that by remembering to gently ask the question, so what do you want? Thus helping the other person achieve a more positive and therefore higher vibration.
Attracting your ideal relationship. I'll use the word relationship here to indicate many kinds of relationships. Perhaps your ideal partner, business relationship, your relationship with your children, parents, neighbors, work colleagues, students, or clients. Now we'll get started by using the three step formula for law of attraction to learn how to attract your ideal relationship. Reminder, the contrast you've experienced in the past will be helpful for your future. Knowing what you didn't like about a past partner or a past date is very useful to you. You can use this information to help you get clarity about the kind of partner you do want. For example, if you don't want someone who works too much, what do you want? If you don't want someone who is not adventurous, what do you want? If you don't want someone who is not interested in dancing, who is not romantic, or not a good listener, etc., what do you want? Understanding what you don't want will help you generate more clarity about what you do want, and your clarity becomes your new, clear desire. The easiest way to do this is to say to yourself, so what do I want? It sounds simple, and it is. When you change your observation from what you don't want to what you do want, the vibration changes. When you change your vibration, the results will change. Notice, too, how you feel when you get clear about something. It feels good when we say, ah, that's exactly what I'd like. This new clarity has now become your desire, and that is the first step to manifesting your ideal relationship. If you're not truly offering a vibration of the way you want it to be, then the law of attraction cannot respond to it. In other words, you are saying that you want this kind of person, but you're sending out a vibe that is different than your desire. One way to check what vibration you are sending out is to observe what you are receiving in your life. It's always a perfect match to whatever you're offering vibrationally. Most people, while in the process of attracting their ideal relationship, will often spend time noticing that they have not been attracting exactly what they want. That noticing is causing them to send the vibration of lack, a negative vibration. Stop observing what you are not attracting, and you'll stop giving it your attention, energy, and focus. Your job is to look for the parts of a relationship or the characteristics of a date that are matching your desire list and give those your attention. Your vibration will change and the law of attraction will bring you more of the same. Tips for attracting your ideal relationship. Tip number one, don't tell anyone your date was a flop. Don't email your friends about it. Don't talk about it with your girlfriends. Don't write about it in your journal. Remember that the law of attraction doesn't know if you're remembering something, complaining about it, or worrying about it. The law of attraction will simply bring you more of whatever it is you are focusing on. Tip number two, build your contrast list. Come home from your date and build a list of all the things that you didn't like about your dating experience and convert each item of contrast on your list into another thing that you clearly want. Tip number three, move on if it doesn't feel right. If it didn't feel good on the first date, it usually doesn't get better. So simply move on to the next date, adding to your clarity list each time. Tip number four, tell why it matches. Spend time talking about it, writing about it, and daydreaming about what is matching. 
Give what you like more attention, energy, and focus. Wrapping up. Relationships and your vibration. Here's what we've covered in this section. At every moment, you are sending a vibration, either positive or negative. When your vibration is high and someone else's is lower than yours, you feel resistance or negative vibration. To help maintain a high vibration when you're dealing with others who have a lower vibration, ask them, so what do you want, when they are complaining or talking about what they don't want. Use the deliberate attraction process to attract your ideal relationship. Four tips for attracting your ideal relationship. Don't tell anyone your date was a flop. Build a list. Move on if it doesn't feel right. Tell why it matches. Parents and teachers, learn how to teach the law of attraction to children. Imagine having everyone in your family or classroom practicing the law of attraction. This section is dedicated to giving you information, tools, and fun games to help you teach the message of the law of attraction to children in an easy way. When teaching adults, it is common to use words like manifestation, vibrations, synchronicity, serendipity, and coincidence. When teaching the law of attraction to children, it's important to talk to them at their level using words they can relate to. Tip number one, keep your words simple. Instead of using the word vibration, use vibes. Recently, when asked to speak to a group of 10-year-olds in their classroom, I decided to begin my presentation by using a word they could relate to. My question to them was, can you give me some examples of negative vibes? I used the word vibes in place of vibration. The students quickly waved their hands in the air. These are some of the examples they shared. When my mom doesn't have her coffee, she has negative vibes. When my parents fight in the house, I can feel negative vibes. When I see a bully at school, I feel negative vibes. Being in a scary building that's dark gives me negative vibes. Clearly, these kids knew exactly what a negative vibe was, and they agreed that being around others who had negative vibes or having a negative vibe themselves was not a great feeling to have. Tip number two, get children to buy in or own a new concept by getting them to answer the questions from their own experience. Next, I used a picture of a light switch on the blackboard showing the on and off position. On meant you had a positive vibe, and off meant you had switched off your positive vibe and had a negative vibe instead. After having the students agree it felt better to have a positive vibe instead of a negative one, I asked them if they wanted to learn how to change their negative vibe to a positive vibe. They all excitedly said yes. I asked them to write these three words down in their notebooks in big letters, don't, not, and no. I then explained that when we use these words, we feel negative. I asked them to give me examples of when these words were used in their lives. You can bet they had quite a list to give me. Here are some examples. Don't be late. Don't get your clothes dirty. Do not run in the halls. Don't leave your coats on the floor. No bullying. Don't play ball in the house. Don't eat or drink near the computer. After making a list of all the examples on the blackboard, 
I suggested we read them together out loud. They all agreed that just saying the list out loud did indeed feel negative. In other words, I proved the point and they agreed. In doing so, I had surfaced the problem and next I presented them with a solution. Tip number three, kids love a secret. Choosing my words carefully once again, I told them I would teach them a secret way to turn the light switch from the off negative vibe position to the on positive vibe position. I intentionally chose the word secret because I knew they would treat it as something special and really want to remember it. They loved it when I told them that this secret was one that very few grown-ups knew, and that with this secret they could change any negative vibe into a positive one. The students learned that the secret to switching their vibes was to ask themselves a very simple question. Each time they heard themselves say, don't, not, or no, they were to ask themselves, so what do I want? Revisiting their list of don't, not, and no's, we came up with a so-what-do-I-want list. The students were eager to share their answers to this secret question. They took their don't, not, and no list, don't be late, don't get your clothes dirty, don't run in the halls, don't leave your coats on the floor, no bullying, don't play ball in the house, and don't eat and drink at the computer, and they asked themselves the question, so-what-do-I-want? Arrive on time. Keep your clothes clean, walk in the halls, hang up your coats, play nicely, play ball outside, eat or drink at the table. As I reviewed this list with the students, they all agreed that saying what they did want felt better than saying what they didn't want. By applying tips 1, 2, and 3, these students grasped the entire concept of changing their vibration from negative to positive easily and quickly. I knew they'd be going home eager and enthusiastic to share this message with their parents and friends, so again, I reminded them they had a secret, and in order to keep the secret special, they needed to be gentle when telling others about it. This way, the next time their parents, siblings, or friends use the words don't, not, and no, they could gently ask the secret question, so, what do you want? Tools for Teaching the Law of Attraction to Children Tool number one, Magnetic Board Game An easy game to implement within any family or small group of children is the Don't, Not, and No Magnetic Board Game. Prepare a magnetic board or something similar by writing the name of each family or group member across the top. Using fun magnets, the objective of the game is to get and keep the most magnets under your name at the end of each week. Start off by giving each person five magnets. Each time a member hears anyone use the words don't, not, and no, the player who used those words loses a magnet to the player who noticed. Decide on a reward for the winner at the end of the week and keep it fun. Display your magnetic board in a central location. For families, an ideal place would be near your dinner table or on your fridge door so you can refer to it often. This is a fun game, so parents and teachers, you play too. Tool number two, on-off light switch poster. This poster will be a useful visual aid for younger children. 
Use it to help them understand the difference between feeling negative and positive emotions or vibes. First, together with the child, build a list of words that represent negative and positive emotions. Have the child help you place these words describing positive emotions on the on side of the light switch poster. Do the same for the words describing negative emotions, placing them on the off side. As a parent or teacher, whenever you notice a child expressing an emotion, use the poster and have them find that emotion on the off side or on side of the light switch poster. This poster will help reinforce their understanding between positive and negative vibes. Display the poster somewhere prominent where you can refer to it often. Tool number three, the secret question reminder. The purpose of this tool is to help children remember the secret question whenever they use the words don't, not, and no. Using a wide rubber band or medallion, have your child or student label it secret. Now the child can wear it as a tool to help them remember to ask themselves, so what do I want? Tool number four, family or group meeting. For older children and teens, a weekly meeting can be a good way to learn and share about the law of attraction. I've included a list of questions that you can incorporate into your meetings. Are you noticing that you are reducing the number of times you use don't, not, and no? When have you caught yourself using the words don't, not, and no? Who have you taught or shared the law of attraction with this week? What evidence have you noticed that you're attracting more of what you want and less of what you don't want? What would you like to attract more of this week? To continue practicing the law of attraction between meetings, make sure everyone has each other's permission to give support in asking, so what do you want? Ask permission and give permission. Do I have your permission to mention when I notice you using don't, not, and no? I give you my permission to point out to me every time you notice I'm using them. Wrapping up, teaching the law of attraction to children. Here's what we've covered in this section. Simple words like vibe and secret are powerful teaching tools. Ask questions that get kids to relate to concepts from their own experience. Buy-in. Use visual aids with younger children. Light switch poster, for example. Reinforce with games and rewards. Parents. Be sure to participate. Ask permission and give permission. Keep it fun. Putting it all together. Now that you've learned how to use the law of attraction to get more of what you want and less of what you don't want, you can start using the exercises and tools from this audiobook right away. Refer to this audiobook often for guidance. You can also make use of other resources, such as articles, teleclasses, seminars, related e-zines, and websites. You now have the tools to let the law of attraction improve your life. I wish you pure joy. Staying connected to the message of the law of attraction. Support and resources. Surrounding yourself with others who practice the Law of Attraction will help you to consistently offer a positive vibration. But how do you go about finding these people? 
One way is to use the deliberate attraction process. Use the power of the law of attraction to bring like-minded people into your life. Start a law of attraction group in your city. Read other books dedicated to the law of attraction. Thank you for listening. Remember, you don't always get what you want, but you always get what you vibrate. This has been an Ashet audio production of Law of Attraction, written and read by Michael J. Lozier, produced by Michelle McGonigal, directed by Linda Korn, recorded by Joby Baker, post-production by John Colucci. Law of Attraction is also available in print from Wellness Central, a division of Ashet Book Group. Text copyright 2006 by Michael J. Lozier. Audio production copyright 2010 by Ashet Audio. All rights reserved. Except as permitted under the U.S. Copyright Act of 1976, no part of this publication may be reproduced, distributed, or transmitted in any form or by any means, or stored in a database or retrieval system without the written permission of the publisher. Audible hopes you have enjoyed this program.